Welcome to the Character Smash and Slash, the show where we make every Disney ride a Disney movie ride, one land at a time. Now here's your hosts, Johnny and Alan. Welcome to the Character Smash and Slash. My name is Johnny, and with me, as always, is Alan. What's up, Alan? Not much. I think we owe ourselves a little bit of congratulations. Yeah. Because Fox is moving forward with this whole Disney thing, and Disney's moving forward with the Fox thing, and we stuck to our guns because we knew it was going to work. Fuck Comcast. We knew it. That's right. Oh, man. First of all, fuck you, Comcast. Second of all, earning that explicit. Anyway, last episode was Epcot's Future World East. I think it's time to cruise on over to the west side of Future World. It's time for a character smash and slash. You ready? I'm ready. I don't have all, all, right. I don't have all gangster related ones, but I really did try. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I last uh, or last episode, <laughs> last episode, I talked all about the east side was all space stuff. This time around, it's all like planet on Earth stuff. So, my first attraction is the Imagination Pavilion. It's going to become the Wrinkle in Time ride. Featuring a giant Oprah. Have you seen the movie? I have not. I thought I have, but I haven't. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? Yeah. You know how the, it's clear they just make up a bunch of like nonsense sci-fi words as a joke to describe everything? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like that. Um, are you ready to play some Wrinkle in Time Mad Libs with me? I am. I'm excited. Right. I had no idea. All right, so what I want you to do is name a gobbledygook nonsense word for the process of traveling. Transmognifying. Okay, uh, now do the same thing for a planet. Reardon. And now a bad guy. <laughs> Clockhead. Imagine two hours of that, and then you have Wrinkle in Time. Just okay. a bunch of nonsense, very pretty. A nice ending, but yeah, just just nonsense. Anyway, I think that would actually make a really that would be like a really good uh, version of the Imagination Pavilion ride, and the, and we could take over the Pixar Film Festival while we're at it. No, it's, nothing's in there anyway. But yeah, I mean, it's really pretty movie, but it just it just makes no no sense at all. I like it. See, mine I went with. I feel like is the obvious choice, and I feel like what's going to eventually happen there, and just to put inside out inside the imagination pavilion. Yeah, that's been like the rumor forever and ever. Like it makes sense. They're gonna do it. Like even like the rainbow tunnel could be like uh, the path to Bing Bong. Or yeah, right. Bing Bong's resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> the passion of the Bing Bong. I, I died for you, Leslie. Nope. Is that is. <laughs> is Passion of the Christ a Fox film? Oh, not. Ooh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, ooh. That brings ooh. up something that I think we should add to this podcast, and I'm implementing it just now. I'm going to do a rule where we can um, license a movie from another studio. It doesn't have to be Fox. It doesn't have to be Disney or Pixar or Marvel. We could pick something out of the ordinary. It could just be anything from anywhere. Yeah, I'm on board with that, I, which is good because that goes with one of my later. Perfect. Choices, okay. Um, Before we leave the Imagination yes. Pavilion, since you filled in the Pixar, I have something for the Pixar. What's theater. that? A tribute to the Captain EO tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Just memories of people going back in 2005 to remember when they went in 1987. 
it's going to be the same thing as the tribute, the Captain EO tribute was, but instead of the spiel at the beginning 20 years ago, they're going to be like, 18 months ago, we closed the attraction <laughs> that 20 years ago was beloved. Oh, man. In honor of Joe Jackson's death, we're bringing it back. <laughs> Uh, we all felt the time was right to do this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, oh, speaking of, did you ever get a chance to watch? Uh, so on YouTube, there's a work print, like a, a rough draft of Captain Neo on YouTube. You have to check this out. Did you get to see it? I didn't. I actually I saw it on your text right before you texted me to start this. I'm like, oh shoot, I should have watched that. Yeah, especially since you knew you were going to be talking about Captain Neo in this episode. No, I was I was just I was relying on my ability to remember the fact that I've seen Captain Neo before. I do have a story for you about the Captain Neo show oh, notes. Lay it on me. So when the Captain Neo tribute came back, I went to go see it first day, as people my generation who were in the park at the time were of all course. doing. Um. So we're sitting there, and it's a full theater, and there's this little kid sitting in front of me, probably eight or nine years old. And you're going through the, sh- and he's kind of bored with it, like you know, he, he has played more exciting video games. Right. At this yeah. Point. It is kind of slow at the beginning. So it, gets, it doesn't make any sense. To it you. is. It's the gobbledygooks 100%. from the Wrinkle in Time movie. They um. So he gets to the big musical number, and Michael Jackson does his moonwalk part. Yeah. And all you hear in front of me is this eight-year-old kid just go, "Whoa!" <laughs> And you could hear his brain explode. Right, because he's probably had never seen that before. He doesn't know all the jokes. He do, it's just pure MJ, just like right into this kid's brain. I love it. I love it. Like you know, like that kid went out and bought a sparkly glove. Like the moment he got <laughs> right, <laughs> started watching all the Macaulay Culkin movies. <laughs> There's something here. <laughs> This means he's making a mashed potato sculpture of Michael Jackson. <laughs> of uh, Bubbles the Chimp. This means something. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, the tribute tribute. And to that, that deserves its own tribute. I love yes, it. The tribute to the, the Captain yeah. Neo tribute. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, let's move on to uh, Finding the Seas with Finding Nemo and Friends. Um, okay. Which is also the ride in I'm there. So I had to look right before this started. I looked up the name of the ride. I had no idea what it was called. So it's the the seas with Finding Nemo and Friends Pavilion, and the ride is called. It's like the same thing. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, um, uh, so this pavilion will be turned into the wonderful water world of James Cameron. Uh, yeah. So he's got his Avatar Land. It's all Fox stuff now. <laughs> And it, while not futuristic, I think that the Nemo ride should be turned into a Titanic ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, instead of those little clams, mm-hmm. you're getting little, like, uh, maybe futuristic submarines. And it's still the Omni Mover. Mm-hmm. It's just you go through the show scenes of, of Titanic and you see Rose and Jack. And then, you know, you see the, mm-hmm. the thing, ta- the, you know, the, the, the Titanic sinking. And then at the very end, they have all the fish swimming around like they do now. But instead, they have like forks and like uh, here comes the jewel, heart of the jewel of the sea, diamond necklace floating down. And they can reuse a, a spare mansion ballroom table and put it down there and have another head of Mickey. <laughs> oh man, I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, just making it all fit into the to the theme of Titanic. Okay, like I'm gonna tie this whole pavilion right. together for you with your idea. Yes. Are you ready? The, vo- the announcements that are done 
are from from Finding Dory with Sigourney Weaver doing the voiceovers. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring her in. She's mm-hmm. in Nemo. She's in uh, Avatar. Yep. yep, yep, yep. And then, uh, wait, was she in The Abyss? I well, think good, because abyss. that's what I'm turning the turtle talk ride into. <laughs> I just tossed it up. I know, I love it. I love it. That's what this is all about. So instead of talking to Crush, you talk to that little uh, blobby T-1000. And uh, that's my idea for the wonderful water world of James Cameron. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, so, okay. So for the two things in there, and this is, I'm bringing in an outside movie. I'm going yeah, to play that card. Yeah, a wild card, y'all. Um, and, you know, I'm glad this is in it because I wanted this so badly. I want the the Nemo water tunnel. All I want it to be is that scene from Jaws 3. <laughs> oh, man. I love That's it. That's it. Where they're going through the mm-hmm. water tunnel. That's it. I don't, like, you know, and with the one guy going, follow me this way. And, and you, there's, like, some equity kid who's just paid to go, like, look, a fish. Uh-huh. Every time it's, like, as I, I just want, I want it. Every time I ride that ride, I think of it. And like to have this, mm-hmm. I just want it. Yeah, that makes sense. And since Universal isn't using Jaws, I think someone needs to. Mm-hmm. And then with the wild card, Disney will just license that. I love it. And it wouldn't even be hard because nobody, like, they're doing so much with projections now. You could just have a projection of the shark swimming back and forth. It's, all it's going to cost, you have to take the ride system out. All you got to do is put in a digital projection. Right. And you get those for 40 bucks at Staples. Right. Right. Brookstone has one that's really nice and it goes up to 60 <laughs> feet in screen size. <laughs> And it's the size of a coffee can. <laughs> it is. It's also a vibrator. <laughs> Earning that explicit. <laughs> ding, ding. Um, also, so did I tell you that I bought Jaws 3 3D recently on Blu-ray? <laughs> How does it uh, look on Blu-ray? Well, terrible. But I, I, so I bought a PlayStation VR, and I don't have any uh-huh. purpose for it other than to watch 3D movies. So... I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Jaws 3D the way it was meant to be seen in 3D. And uh, it's, it's, oh, it's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> and to make it worse, I had to sit really still with this giant helmet on my head. <laughs> Best $8 I ever spent. Okay. Yes. So for Turtle Talk, you're just interacting with some sort of random inanimate object that may or may not, may not be alive. That's right. right. Yes. Weekend at Bernie. <laughs> Bring it in that beach. I love it. <laughs> One, not two. Yes, One, right. Yeah, two. there will be no, absolutely no voodoo curses in this attraction. Right. Exactly. None. So you just have like, you don't even need an equity actor. You just need like the puppetry guy who's not working anymore at Playhouse Disney to lift his <laughs> arms every now and then. <laughs> and then you play Calypso music. No, wait, that's two. Sorry, that's two. Well, then cruising yeah, no, music. Well, the Calypso music made him dance in, in two. Yeah, this is that's true. right. Uh, so, like, what would your idea be? Like, people talk to him and, like, he nods and stuff? Yeah, and then, like, there's a handler there who's like, he seems like he really liked your question. Right, yeah, that makes sense. And then some beautiful bo- blonde lady comes in from the back and, like, falls in love with oh, him. Yeah, and they're wearing, like, the... <laughs> They're wearing like the '80s bikini that's like super high cut. <laughs> uh, it's that uh, that Christmas vacation panties that the, uh, the, the the lady at the store is wearing. <laughs> yep, that's, that's the one. The one. Uh, Rusty knows what's up. <laughs> Rusty knows what's up. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, and she's got big hair, and then like uh, yeah, yep. Oh, it looks like these two need a little alone time. <laughs> wink, wink. 
we'll be back in 20, and they lower their sunglasses just a little <laughs> bit as the curtain closes. The puppeteer makes them, like, wink. <laughs> and Spuds McKenzie comes out and corrals everyone out of the room. <laughs> Alan, I really think you're on to something. Spuds <laughs> McKenzie. Good well, when I think God. of 80s on the beach, I think of Spuds McKenzie. Also, you have to know that I'm in Milwaukee, which is like Spuds McKenzie territory. This is Miller Lite, T to B here, top to bottom. <laughs> when I was little, and I, I shit you not, this is 100% God's honest truth. I don't know why these were made, but I had a pair of kid-sized Converse high tops that had Spud McKenzie on them. That's amazing. Please tell me you wore one Spud's McKenzie shoe and then like one red high top to mix it up. <laughs> did I? No, I no, but I, I did do the overalls. With oh, well, yeah, left. that makes sense. Everything everybody did. Oh, man. Yeah, well, who, why, who, <laughs> what were they thinking? I had so much camel cash as a child. My dad didn't even smoke camels. <laughs> You know what? I think these are two home run out of the park. These are these are fantastic. I I want these more than this the the actual rides there at this point. Yep, I agree. Um, so let's talk about our third pavilion, future past pavilion. Um, I'm going to start with Soren. Uh, future past. Mm-hmm. Nothing says that to me like uh, jetpacks. That means Soren becomes the Rocketeer. Oh, yeah. Man. So. They need to, like, break up the whole pavilion stuff anyway. It doesn't make any sense. So what you do Mm -hmm. is you put PB's, that big bulldog uh, restaurant, between the attractions. Mm -hmm. That's the entrance to the attraction. And, oh, PV is working on, uh, you know, a a crazy new rocket. It's like an 18-person rocket. And then uh, you all sit (laughs) in the seats, and then that becomes the rocket, and you're flying around, and you see some stuff, and uh, they play the music which I think they already play in the queue anyway, but... But you know what? I would I would ride the heck out of Soren now if it just played the Rocketeer music. Oh, yeah, instead of... Uh, yeah, oh, man. Can we talk about how not good the new Soren is? It's not good. It's really CGI and bad, and the music is not I mean, great. I love the Soren music, but it's like, oh, you're in India, so let's play some sitars. Oh, you're in Africa, let's do some That's extra what... bongo drums. Yeah, it's really cheesy. That's what I'm saying. When you like compare it to the first Soren music to the now Soren music, I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's too clunky and like yeah, and in the transitions, it's like oh they're blowing smoke, oh they're 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 blowing dust at you, oh they're it's like the same transition every time. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's why I'd much much rather see it be a Rocketeer ride. What about you? All right. Well, okay. This is this is. If there's going to be a flying ride where you're going to fly in something, I figured you want to fly in a spaceship. Uh, And if you want to fly in a spaceship, there's only one movie that we're going to do for a soaring type of Mm -hmm. attraction. I know it's dear to your heart. What is it? It is Flight of the Navigator. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Yes, I, uh, I adore that movie. That's probably like top five favorite Disney movies of all time. And um, Sarah Jessica Parker will always have a place in my heart. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you look... Very important to my, my growing up years. And I, okay, not, not to get too personal here, but if you look at Sarah Jessica Parker and look at some of the women I've dated over the years, uh, there's definitely some like common features. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, also, uh, my current crush, the lady who plays uh, Janet on The Good Place. So I, I think you're starting to sense a theme here. <laughs> I really do. I hadn't thought about yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, not just that. Not just that. Real talk without sure. being too personal. Some of your former acquaintances, however we want to, has a fashion sense very similar to Flight of the Navigator. Uh, that is very true. Parker. Yeah. Pink hair and all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, also Chelsea Peretti, super hot. So I want you guys out there in podcast land to think of all those women (laughs) and and, and combine them together and see what you think, you know, might be the common, uh, common. (laughs) I'm on so much cold medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Think about what the common (laughs) demand. Damn it. The common Think of what the common denominator, denominator. might be. Ah, <laughs> uh, the common denominator. Oh, my God. Oh, so much cold medicine. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, she, so she's just got to sneak you big bottles yeah, and you're right? fine. Oh, man. And... You know, so here's a fun fact that I just recently realized. Do you know that stupid um, booth in um, that sells coffee in Tomorrowland? It's really close uh-huh. to the uh, Disney move, uh, Vacation Club thing. Yeah, the launching. Yeah, pad. or I think it's like a Jabri's Joffrey's Coffee now. Yeah, there's a flight of the Navigator spaceship. They just spray painted it red. That's what is that really? is, which blew my mind when I found out. Shout out to uh, some YouTuber that said that. I don't remember who it was. Because I knew there was, they had the ship on the backlot tour. Yeah, so they had all of the ships. One of them was on the backlot tour. And then I guess they had another one. They just threw it up there. Yeah, I, I didn't no know. Idea. I didn't realize that either. I, uh, I need to go back and look at it and pay my respects. Anyway, um, oh man, I love Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> Uh-huh. The queue, you're going to see the little cages that has all the different animals. That one, this one's got a uh, Yeah, cool. yeah. A lot like your co-host Johnny V right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much cold medicine. Hepped up on goofballs, ladies and gentlemen. Hepped up on goofballs. <laughs> I know we haven't talked about our sponsor today because we don't have a sponsor. But um, it, it we would did. be Tylenol. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Um, also, I haven't heard from MeUndies. And I know all of you guys out there listening haven't clicked on the link because I have not received a free pair of underwear. So check out the description link and uh, make sure I get that free underwear. And you get free underwear, too. 20% okay. off? Come on. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch MeUndies. Right. Are you ready? So I looked at their website because I was interested to see what all oh, the fuss was about. And they have a pattern that's jellyfish. And I want a pair of the jellyfish ones. Yeah, see? And they don't just make underwears. They made socks and loungewears and hoodies. Mm-hmm. I can't uh-huh. afford any of those. That's where you guys come in. All of you listeners, click on that link. Also, maybe maybe, maybe send was... me some Tylenol, too. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a real weird episode. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, you've got that cold and you can't afford the Tylenol, so you're or Robitussin, so you're tussin, like, yeah, that uh, that wall tussin. <laughs> oh man. Um, so let's talk about living with the land for a second. So what I want to do is I want to take apart the Circle of Life movie theater. You know the one with the dicks that's in the lobby with the yeah. 
I do. Yeah, the Leafs look like dicks. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is not me. Go there. They're very phallic. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking directly it's, to the audience today. Because <laughs> it's the cold. Damn medicine. it, guys. Go into the lobby. No, no, they really do look like penises. So I want to destroy that. No, Nothing's in there anyway. Make that and combine that with the living with the land ride and make it John Carter from Earth to Mars. I like John Me Carter. Too. It didn't get enough love. It was designed to fail because getting a whole studio politics to get a studio head out. But, like, it was a really, really good movie for what it was. Like, it was a cluster mess. Don't get me wrong. But, like, like it had potential. Again, that's the problem with those types of movies before we get into the whole thing is that um, it's one of those er movies, if you know what I mean. Like, it, it was the thing that all these other movies and stories came off of. Like, Star Wars is based on this, you know. All, Flash Gordon, mm-hmm. all the stuff is like based on John Carter, so you can't really make a movie based on that and not make. Yeah, Star you Wars. yeah, exactly. Star Wars is already a thing, and then people are like, "Oh, we're rip- ripping off Star Wars or Conan the Barbarian or Tarzan." It's like, no, no, all the stuff was there first, but because that's all we know, then it's hard to compare. But I think it would be really cool I mean, to that's... be in a little boat. It's, it's kind of like the trackless boat song in uh, Shanghai's Pirates of the Caribbean, where you're uh-huh. kind of like free floating and then everyone's, they could do a big crazy drop, you know, inside of the middle, that free fall drop. I think it would be really cool. And then you see mm-hmm. big monsters and you're going through the, uh, the actual sunlight, which is really unusual for a Florida attraction. So yeah, I think that'd be really cool. That would fit right in there. Yours is so much better than mine. I don't even want to say mine. <laughs> Wait, what is yours? Okay, so first let me get the the dick yeah. lobby out of the way. <laughs> That's just going to become Timon and Pumbaa's cell phone charging oasis. It's just a cell phone place. It's indoors, it's air conditioned. They're gonna every now and then Timon and Pumbaa will pop up on the screen screen and say something witty and clever that doesn't really fit in because it's going to be dated. Yeah, very, and they very get quickly. some uh, big fake palm trees from uh, Home Depot and just cram yeah, them yeah. in the corners. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so you living with the land. You've got this jungly tropical airy thing yes you do i don't want to say mine now i really don't say it (laughs) i want to do a mash playground where you help hawkeye find the (laughs) um so you know you maybe listen to this in the future (laughs) and not realize that just uh two days ago alan alda said something very sad about himself (laughs) I know. That's why I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> oh, man. So our good buddy, Alan Alda, um, has Parkinson's. But, yeah, he just announced this. So maybe a little insensitive now to have a bunch of people walking around trying to, to die. Be fair, to be fair, I came up with this before That's he true. announced And this. to be fair, Alan Alda isn't in the MASH movie. That's true. 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 Have you seen the MASH movie? True. Probably that's the one where the movie posters uh two peace signs. Well, helmet, yeah, right? it's it's, uh, it's like ladies' legs and then the peace sign. I watched it recently, and much like this podcast, everybody talks all over each other at the same time, at the very same time. So you can't understand what anybody's saying. My mom made me watch it because she thought it was really funny back in the day, and didn't realize that it does not hold up very well now. <laughs> you know, if you're thinking about watching Mash, just watch like the best ofs on YouTube or something. Comet TV shows two episodes a night at six and six thirty. 
We should get Comet TV as a sponsor because they show Star Trek oh, reruns. Oh, man. Hey, you know what? Why don't you save your Star Trek rerun talk for our uh, Universal Studios third park discussion later on? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, mm, that's going to be mm, mm, good. Ooh, like that jungle aisle. <laughs> that's going okay. too free. <laughs> that was wrong with you. Slowly, you just became the firefly from Princess and the Frog. <laughs> so much gold medicine. <laughs> Ooh, get some beignets. <laughs> please, please tell me the title of this episode is going to be mm, Jump on the High. I do wrong. Anyway, uh, speaking uh, of <laughs> people with accents, up? I don't know. But just like Beetlejuice, if you say his name three times in a podcast, he shows up. Here's my brother, Nick, with a segment we like to call Fill a Ride with Filler Material. Fill me up. How's it going? Uh, my name's Nick. I'm Johnny's brother. Uh, I wanted to chime in on one of the rides. Um, I've only been to Disney World once, and it was fun, but one of the rides I liked was the uh, uh, Living in the Land all the weird fruits and stuff, and you get to go on a boat ride. And I thought for a, a, a fun remake of a boat adventure would be a uh, uh, Aliens, the Aliens franchise. You see all the uh, the aliens and go through like the egg room where everything's all slimy and creepy and dark and uh, have stuff dripping on you, and then the lights kind of come up, and you look up, and it's all a bunch of aliens all up above you. And uh, maybe going through the medical bay and having like the guy on the table where his chest bursts open. and I don't know. I just think it would be fun, and I thought a water ride would be cool. And uh, you know what? If you don't like it, F you. Feel me Thanks, Nick. Be sure to subscribe to his new podcast, Bro, Check This Out, which I also co-host. It's not out yet. I'm waiting for him to get back, and this is true, from a month-long beach vacation. Kids, the moral of the story is don't go to college. Learn a trade instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sidebar to that, if you don't go to college, don't go to work uh, at yep. Disney World instead. Don't, don't take a half a decade and just hang around Disney World like Alan and I did. <laughs> back then, you can call it finding mm-hmm. yourself. Now you can call it finding yourself uh, out of cash. <laughs> yep. I live in a studio apartment with no doors, and my brother's in a beach house. <laughs> I live with my dad. Uh, you know what? That's that's the end of this. Let's end this up. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed. This, is this one was my mine too. One. I think I should just be high for every episode. You guys, that's how you do a character smash and slash. Join us for the next episode where we go halfway around. World Showcase, clockwise, starting with Mexico. Confused? Listen to the next episode and it might make more sense. <laughs> anyway, that's our show. I'm Johnny. You good, Alan? Tough All right, my brother. See you at Casey's. Keep it hard! Thank you for listening to the Character Smash and Slash. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and tell your other Disney nerd friends to listen as well. If you'd like to contact us, send an email to charactersmash at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at charactersmash. Uh, we got to edit this one anyway.
I mess yeah, it's fine. Up. It's fine. It's also, fine. I'm on a ton of cold medicine right now. <laughs> I'm drinking a cheer wine like oh, there's no man. tomorrow. I was impressed I could find cheer wine. You can find cheer wine there? They made it that uh-huh. far north? Do you, do you need oh, some cheer man, wine? I may need you? some cheer wine. Do you want? Because I have options. I can do cans, uh, glass bottles, or plastic two liters. Oh, man. I, I think. I think I would need cans. That's probably the easiest to ship. Okay. All, All right. right. Some All right. Wine. I love it. I, we'll have to figure out how to work this conversation into the podcast somewhere. Um, 